Hey, my name's Kevin, and I'm an atheist who lives in the Bible Belt. I actually became an atheist 12 years ago, in 2009. It's really hard to believe that it's been 12 years. I grew up Baptist, and then I went to a Pentecostal church in my late teens and early 20s. And if you want to know my full deconversion story, you can find the link down below in the description. In my time as an atheist, there have been a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And I can say that I've learned a lot of things in these 12 years. I've learned a lot about myself, about atheists in general, and about how people view atheists. And to stick with the theme of 12, I've come up with a list of 12 things that I've learned during my time as an atheist. Here we go. Number one, a lot of people don't know what atheist means. They think that it means that you worship the devil, or that you're not sure what you believe, or that you think that there are definitely no gods at all. Being an atheist only means that I don't believe in God. That's it. It claims nothing else about the universe. It's not making claims at all. Being an atheist doesn't mean that I'm mad at God, or that I'm just lost, or backslidden. It just means I don't believe in God, and that's it. The second thing I've learned is that you don't have to label yourself. Even though I do label myself as an agnostic atheist, I've come to learn in these 12 years that you don't have to label yourself at all. I think as a society, we're too eager to slap labels on things, whether that's ourselves or other people. It doesn't have to be that way. If you feel like you don't believe in God, but you're not sure, the term agnostic atheist probably applies to you. But if you don't want to use it, that's fine. Everybody's got their reasons. If you don't want to call yourself an atheist, there's nothing wrong with that. If you were a Christian and you're questioning things and you're deconstructing your faith and you don't know exactly where you land, you don't want to call yourself a Christian, but you don't want to call yourself an atheist or agnostic or spiritual, you don't have to. It's fine. Just have conversations with people. When they ask you what you believe, just be honest with them. It doesn't really matter what the label is. The third thing I've learned is that it's okay to say, I don't know. I think there's some misconception that just because you're an atheist, you're supposed to be well-versed in philosophy or quantum physics or astronomy or whatever. That's not really the case. I don't have to know the ins and outs of how the universe works or all of the logical fallacies or whatever. It's okay to just be honest and say, I don't know. I don't know how this happened. I don't know why X, Y, Z. There doesn't have to be an answer there. You know, I feel like theists often just insert God instead of saying, I don't know. They're afraid to say that they don't know, that they don't have the answer. It feels nicer. It feels safer to have an answer. It feels better to be able to say, God, I don't know, therefore God. I'm perfectly fine with saying, I don't know. When they're like, well, what happened before the Big Bang? I don't know. And that's okay. Questions are better than made-up answers. Number four, not everybody's path of deconstruction will end up in the same place. I think atheists are sometimes guilty of feeling like when people question their faith and they are doubting whether or not God exists, that they will end up being an atheist and that they should end up being an atheist. But I don't think that's always true. Some people question things and maybe that strengthens their faith. Maybe they'll find a reason to believe even more than they did before. Or maybe they just end up in a different place where they're not an atheist, but they believe in something else. Not every path will end up the same place. If someone is a Christian and they question things, and at the end of that line of questioning, they still call themselves a Christian, 
That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. I'm just glad that they question the things to begin with. Thing number five that I've learned is that the anger comes and goes. When I first became an atheist in 2009, I felt a little bit of that anger because it's like I've been lied to, but not deliberately because the people believe the things that they were preaching and teaching. But I still felt like I had been misled for a long time. And so there was a brief anger period followed by a very long period of being completely indifferent. I didn't really care what people believed. And then recent events a couple years ago sort of brought the fire back and brought that anger back. And it comes and goes. Some days I, depends on what I see in the news and stuff, you know, or what my friends post or whatever. Sometimes I get angry with the things that I see, with the way that people that I know who call themselves Christians behave. So I'll be angry one day and then the next day, I don't really care. The last thing I want to talk about is religion the next day. So it comes in waves and that's normal. Number six, people take personal offense when you don't believe in their God. I have videos on YouTube that talk about my deconversion, going from a Christian to an atheist and why I don't believe anymore. And in the comments, people will be telling me all the reasons that I'm wrong. It's just my story, my beliefs and people take it personally because I don't believe in their God because they revere that as the truth and they think it should be very easy for me to see it if they can see it too, that I just need to open my eyes, that I'm blind and that I'm rejecting their God, the one true God I'm rejecting. And so they take it personally. Thing number seven that I've learned is that dating a religious person when you're an atheist is hard, but it is doable. Here's the thing, you can't go into a relationship with any kind of agenda or anything in your mind that you're going to convert the other person or if you're an atheist, deconvert the person. You cannot have that going into a relationship. You have to be able to accept that person for who they are and what they believe. But having said that, it's gonna get tough when you start looking at down the road future plans and do you want to raise your kids in church if you have kids one day or do you not? There are going to be a lot of conflicts. I think it's doable, but there are going to have to be compromises. I think it's easier if the religious person isn't very religious or if they don't go to church, if they just believe in a higher power or something like that, if they're more spiritual or just a theist and not necessarily as religious, I think it has a higher chance to work. But if that person goes to church all the time and they want you to come too and eventually they think you're going to be that person who goes to church every weekend with them it's going to be a tough road number eight it becomes easier to deconstruct your other views once you deconstruct your religious views once you start questioning your religious beliefs it becomes a lot easier or at least it did in my case to start questioning my other beliefs my entire life i was raised to believe a certain thing uh, about God and a certain thing about politics. And after I broke free from religion, that really enabled me to start questioning other things in my life. Like, why do I believe this? Why do I believe that? Oh, I've always voted this way. Why? Is there a reason why I always voted that way? What do I truly believe about this? Is what I was taught the truth or is that just what I was raised up to believe? I've talked to a lot of people who 
did actually question their political views first, and that got them down the road to questioning religion. But for me, it was the opposite. I've been an atheist for 12 years, but it wasn't until the last four or so that I really started questioning my political views. Number nine, people assume a lot. When you tell them that you're an atheist, they assume a lot. They say, the atheist worldview. You have the atheist worldview where you believe X, Y, and Z. I didn't say anything about that. They just assume all of these things about me. They assume that I believe certain things politically. They assume that I have no morals. They assume that I hate Christians. They assume that my church experiences were bad. That I was forced out of Christianity because I hated the things that I experienced in church. That's not true, but they assume it. Number 10, I became more compassionate. Now, that's not to say that everybody who leaves religion and becomes an atheist will become a more compassionate person, a more empathetic person, but it did mean that for me. I feel like when you're not loaded down with the heaviness of religion, with the heaviness of your holy book, that you're able to have a clearer view of the world, that you're able to empathize with other people and understand why they believe the things that they do. And it's made me a more compassionate person. Instead of in my mind, judging people for the things that they weren't doing, for the way that they were living their lives, when I thought, hey, they should be doing this, really, because my book says that they should. After I broke free of that, it helps me to see the world from their view. Number 11, there are good and bad atheists. Just because somebody has atheist in their bio, that doesn't mean they're a good person. Oh look, it says right here he's an atheist. Yeah, I got a new friend, welcome aboard. You can't look at it that way because again, going back to number one, the only thing that being an atheist means is that you don't believe in God. That doesn't mean anything else about that person. So they could be a really, really shitty person and still be an atheist. Same thing goes for Christians. There are really, really bad Christians and there are really good Christians. You have to look at each person individually. I am a huge New England Patriots fan. Do you think just because somebody else is a Patriots fan that means that I'm going to be friends with them or that they're a good person? Hell no. And last on the list of the 12 things that I've learned as an atheist is that worship songs still get stuck in my head 12 years later. 12 years later, I'll be in the shower and I'll start singing a worship song. I'll be driving down the road and they'll just pop in my head. It's not every day. It's not even every week. But usually at least a couple times a month, a worship song will pop in my head. Now, Christians, if you're watching this, that doesn't mean that God's trying to call me home. It just means that they're kind of catchy tunes that I listen to a lot in a certain period of my life. Quick shout out to all of my patrons. Thank you very much for supporting the YouTube channel. I couldn't do it without you.